We did it. We made it to 50 episodes. When I started this, first travelling to England's most haunted pub, I never thought I'd make it to a half century. Particularly since my own family told me I'd never stick with it because I never do. Well, I have. And I've stuck with it for the most noble of reasons. Spite. Without spite, I would never have made it this far. But I also wouldn't have got this far without you, the listeners. I don't know the podcast is now listened to in over 66 countries. 67 to be precise. Covering every continent except for Antarctica. So as a thank you, I'm doing another flipping crazy giveaway. It's the same deal as before. Engage with the social media, like, share, retweet, or send me an email. You can even leave a voicemail on the website. And your name will be entered into the I Don't Know the Podcast supercomputer, giving you the chance to win another beautiful limited edition t-shirt. Also, since I've moved to a new area, I thought I'd do something for the local community. As we all know, a lot of independent businesses have struggled during a pandemic. So to help out, there will now be a couple of local ads highlighting local businesses and services that might need a bit more recognition. Businesses like this one from our first local ad. The lights are low. The music is sexy. The white ace is chill. Just one thing is missing that'll make your bodies explode with passion. Riddles down Donna Kebab. Eleven secret spices mixed with up to five mystery meats pressed into shape of Schwarzenegger arm slowly grilled on his spike for sometimes weeks. It tastes as good as it sounds. Oh yeah. And just when you think the heat cannot rise any higher, just whisper the words. You want chili souls. Riddles stand on a kebab. The experience will stay with you for days. Any longer, please seek medical assistance. And now, without further ado, let's do this. Hello and welcome to I Don't Know the Podcast, episode 50. Love has won. Love has won? What the hell is he saying that for, I bet you're thinking. I'm saying love has won because in 2006, Amy Carson left her family and her job at McDonald's, gave herself the name Mother God, and started a cult, um, religious movement. Love has won. Why? Because Amy found out that she was a 10 billion year old divine being who had started all of creation. She found out she'd been reincarnated 534 times, including as Jesus, Joan of Arc, and Marilyn Monroe. And it is her mission to lead 144,000 people into the fifth dimension. You'd think with a name like Love Has Won and a leader who used to be Jesus that everything would be nice and peaceful. Mother God sounds nice, right? And I bet it would be great when they get to the fifth dimension. Well, I don't know about that, but listen on to find out if love has won. 
Amy Carlson grew up in Dallas, Texas with her mother and stepfather. She was a straight-A student and sang in the local school choir. But early in her adult life, she began talking about outlandish concepts and new age philosophies. At the age of 32, married for the third time and with three children, she met a man online. He called himself Father God and told Amy that she was Mother God. She abruptly left her family during a Thanksgiving dinner to join her Father God in Crestone, Colorado, cutting off all contact with her family. They formed a group with a handful of followers, originally called the Galactic Federation of Light. But Mother God soon tired of Father God. It seemed she wanted a younger, more virile Father God. So she and her followers left, forming Love Has Won. They moved around, settled in Oregon, California, and then Hawaii. But Amy upset the locals a tad when she proclaimed herself to be the Hawaiian goddess Pele. There were days of protest and eventually, the mayor of Kauai convinced them to sling their hooks and go back to Colorado, where the group of about 20 stayed. Their theology could be best described as fluid. Amy as Mother God was a messiah figure, and they also grabbed hold of any weird shit they could get their hands on, including references to Atlantis and the Anunnaki. Amy even claimed that Donald Trump was her father, and that she could speak to the spirit of Robin Williams. But, as we'll find out, everything in Lovers One might not have been so lovely. Message from Mother of All Creation. <laughs> Yippee, everybody! Having an occult live this close to me is really, it's really kind of crazy. Ding! Love has won. I don't believe that. So, after being moved from town to town like a rescue dog with diarrhea, Lovers One finally found their forever home in Crestone, Arizona. A town with a population of around 140. Yeah, 140. There's no more zeros after that. And all the 140 that lived there seemed to be involved in some sort of religious retreat. Lovers One, or to give them their full name, the Church Ministry of Mother of All Creation, settled into a not particularly nice house stroke compound and set about making videos to spread the word. The Lovers One YouTube channel has thousands of videos. They've been posting daily since 2006. The YouTube channel gives daily updates, promotes new age products and asks for money. They also offer etheric surgery. The channel has a modest following of 8,700, which for a worldwide cult really isn't that many and equates to around roughly 1.4 subscribers per video. Here's a taste of a typical Mother God video from back in 2012. It has a nice picture of a nice looking wave 
one that you could probably get tubular on. But there's no mention of surfing here. At least, I don't remember there being any. This video is called Missions Revealed and outlines what are the goals of Love Has Won. The new earth is manifesting. Heaven is within. Now, the truth is revealing itself. A heart melting in the glow of grace. <clears throat> Bit of a cough there. I always find that a drink of some sort helpful before and during recording. There's also another thing called editing, with which you can easily take out any coughs or splutters, especially since the video is just a still background. Heaven, an awakened dream manifesting before our eyes. Just a fantasy most believed by the old controllers of the game, now is real and is coming in as the new stage of creation. A garden of Eden now all may play and remember each as divinity and magical celestial beings. The way she's reading this, it appears that it's some kind of poetry. Now, I'm no expert on verse, but so far I find her prose rather hackneyed and juvenile. Yeah, but what do I know? The truth of real love will burst forth this treasury, this love gift for all of humanity. I bought my wife what could be described as a love gift for Valentine's once. She broke one of my teeth with it. Eternity becomes the new name of the game, and death will no longer exist as it now is in the dual reality. Heaven is a state of heart in which you see pleasure and perfection inside of one's being, true freedom and living life spiritually. No more death, my being looking perfect, this sounds good so far. The highest possible outcome is being called from within our inner beings as the old story ends. And a smooth transition has been requested for a supreme divine plan, which is this. That could have been edited too. All karma equal ego mind and negativity is to be forgiven with grace and forgiveness. This is the law of light and of love. Humans must realize that they all came here by contract. All are angels in disguise. Contract? I don't remember signing anything. And everyone came to Earth for this grand opportunity. All must wake up <clears throat> and see this has all been just a game, a dream of duality and separation. And coughing? Now, all of it is to be forgiven. Earth is a planet of grace. Our upcoming roles is that we will truly demonstrate this grace and this love so everyone from a part of this galaxy can come here and observe the results. And to realize that the new model Earth affects every part of this galaxy. This star, the Earth transformed into brilliance, just like the sun. Astronomically speaking, Transforming the Earth into the Sun may not be such a good idea. This planet was put in this universe and this galaxy for the purpose of becoming one of the great showcases or models of light and of love, of complete forgiveness. And how's that working out? By our example, many of the undecided or dark beings will see the actual application of the love forces grace and so they too may ascend. They too may enter the timeless realm of light, which is truly a heavenly one. 
This is what our planet is all about. This is the great mission of our manifestation. So if I'm getting this right, we're put here as an example of true love so that other less loving beings can follow our lead. I'm sorry, but has she seen people? Has she been to Costco when the free snacks come out? That place becomes an area completely devoid of love. It's every man, woman and child for themselves. It's total carnage. But I digress. The army of angels now are pressing forward from the truth from within. Even if they must go hand, one hand to one hand, one heart to one heart, physically, to be the examples of true love in action. We have been called to shine the lights as the morning stars of a new generation. For we see and have found the divine light within, and are guided gracefully by our hearts of truth and love. We have discovered God within, and are awakening to our highest potential for the highest and best outcome for humanity. Blah, 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 blah. It goes on like that for a while longer, and Amy, or Mother God, coughing, stumbling over sentences, basically repeating what she said in the first few minutes. That was close to the beginning of their YouTube offerings, but soon, Mother God starts appearing in front of the camera. It's still not very professional. She seems to be on a bed in front of a weird bird pillow, and on her head something that I'm not even sure could be described as a hat. More like a white piece of material that you might make a fluffy toy out of. Now this is 2013, and now she's getting into predictions. The Galactic Free Press Update. We will have more historic events this year. Oh, a year containing historic events. That always makes a year more interesting, I find. Greetings, love beans. It just keeps getting more exciting and more exciting for those awake and aware. We have much more to arrive to us in the coming days, weeks, and months as love energy sweeps across the planet with the energetic assistance of our historic mass global meditation from February 14th of 2013. Love sweeping the planet in 2013. Let's see what happened that year. Right, 2013 was the year of the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, President Morsi of Egypt is deposed in a violent military coup and dozens are killed in Christmas Day bombings in Iraq. But on the plus side, Denmark won the Eurovision Song Contest and bingeable entered the dictionary as a proper word. As the love energy continues building, this increasingly puts pressure on the denser energies. I think she's talking about people from Croydon. This is the energy where all egos exist, no matter what they are dressed up like. Definitely people from Croydon. I mean, how can people who wear tracksuits with multiple neck tattoos have such big egos? A deep cleansing continues for those still in the ego unconsciousness. This entire planet is shifting. Resistance is futile. The activation for a full light on on planet Earth equal heart is underway. Is that a good thing? She rambles on for a while about vibrational frequencies being activated, but is nowhere near as entertaining as Jonathan Trinity Martin. As you allow the illusion to be broken within you, the assistance that you are giving to others cannot be measured in any shape or form. 
the frequency of light from the great central sun is designed to prepare you for your multidimensional reality as more timelines are being ignited every day. It is imperative to continually understand what is happening within you in order to receive more essence. There is so much more to arrive, and this is only our beginning with each other. This activation is occurring presently and has been since the 17th of this month. It will continue until the 24th of this month in preparation for the full moon activities. This will be your last activation in this month, as the more you allow yourself to remember and release, the more you will be able to increase within yourself. We walk with you in beauty and in joy for the new world to arrive. End of quote. Wow, how exciting indeed. Well, not really. Listening to her reading off a script is getting pretty boring, and she goes on and on for another 20 minutes with this one. So, fast forward three years, and there's been some changes in Amy. Not only is the weird fluffy hat gone, but so is the script. She also seems to have added another ingredient. <laughs> Yippee, everybody! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Happy 999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
What does that mean? Is a pizza pocket ready? Message from Mother of all creation, Great Spirit, the Holy Ghost, incarnated here in physical manifestation to kick fucking ego's ass off the planet. Bloody hell. Is that really the sort of language a reincarnation of Jesus should be using? Ding. As love is in charge of planet Earth, equal heart. And the new story begins today. 999. End of the old. Beginning of the new. Coming in. Waves. Yeah, but it's still really not 999, is it? Again, ye ignorant. Self-important. Bitches and assholes. Your time is up. And great spirit, I got your number. Well, sorry, but that doesn't bode very well for a lot of my listeners. It's time, everybody. We're going to go activate some good stuff in Mount Shasta today. Yippee! What they're calling it is the master button. The what now? The master button. Oh, okay. Which will override all the systems. I don't know what that looks like. I just received the information. Uh, I know the etherics are, um, wow, they're cheering. They're like, all of creation is watching. It's amazing. Uh, wow. Uh-oh, she's flagging. Someone, give her a drink or something. Let's see. Um, I did receive more information this morning from Master St. Germain about the green, there were the net that was released, the green, it was a green net. And that was the uh, Great Spirit Heart Energy released to the planet. Oh dear, she's really clutching at straws now, banging on about green nets. You can see she knows she's losing the audience and is desperate for a real zinger. Love is here, love is here to stay. There's no stopping this. It's unstoppable, irreversible. And mama's happy, for sure. A lot of relief I have been going through for the last couple of days. And she spends another five minutes gradually fizzling out until the video ends. So far, so average YouTube religious nutjob cult, right? Well, over the years, Mother God could be physically seen unraveling at the seams and other things started to unravel. Stories started to appear from former members. And while there's a saying that any publicity is good publicity, it wasn't quite the case this time. Mother God was portrayed as a nasty drunk. Former member and lover, Andrew Profaki, said, she probably drank eight or nine highball glasses of vodka a night. She'd turn into somebody else. She would become angry. She would talk smack and just be very bitter about things, yelling and cursing. Others claimed she was a prolific drug abuser. Worse still, there are accusations of physical abuse, child abuse, and sleep deprivation. Basically, Amy was accused of every abuse you can think of. And yes, animals are included. Of course, when confronted with such terrible allegations, you'd want to put the record straight. You'd want to put an end to all these slurs and innuendos. And there are very good ways and outlets to do just that. Unfortunately for Mother God, Dr. Phil was not one of those outlets. But despite Dr. Phil's reputation for tough southern love, 
and generally being a bit of a dick, Mother God's followers were pretty excited about it all. Mom did her interview with Dr. Phil yesterday. Something big is happening. She's going to kick ass because all of these people are liars and mom's going to be sharing the whole truth. Actually, kicking asses is one of the things she's in trouble for. And as well as Mother God herself being on the show, so is Mother God's mother and sister. I believe my daughter Amy is the leader of a cult. Growing up, my sister Amy was very sweet. She got good grades. Amy didn't show any signs of acting different. Amy was married three times by the time she was in her early 20s. Oh, she loves a wedding, does Amy. Amy had three children with three different dads. After her third child was born, Amy became very distant. She did neglect her children. Around 2006, she started acting strangely. Amy has bounced around from different states. She started calling herself Mother God, and she believed that she was God. Chelsea shouldn't really complain. I mean, this definitely makes her the favorite daughter. All of Amy's followers refer to her as mom or mama. Mom is absolutely amazing. She's magical. I believe that Amy is scamming all of her followers. She has people buy stuff for her and send her gifts. That's hardly the worst thing she does. Love is One puts out daily live streams every day. On all the videos, she is screaming. She is cursing. She is demanding people to do what she asks. My own life workers And bringing in a new paradigm, you whores. Amy calls anyone who is a non-believer whores and retards. Spiritual ego whores, done! You're not connected to me. You're out. Amy does seem high and drunk in the videos. And after seeing that, I'm glad we don't have a camera running in my house. My sister has claimed to talk to famous people as Robin Williams. I got him, Robin. She claims that she is Jesus, Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra, and different people in the past. After being Jesus and Gandhi and Marilyn Monroe, it must have been a bit of a disappointment to be reincarnated into Amy from Dallas who works in McDonald's. No wonder she's angry. She's not Amy anymore. She's not Amy anymore, which could be a relief. Imagine if that was what Amy had been like all along. So that intro with her family pretty much covers what they think about Amy. But just to make sure, Phil has them in the studio and asks them questions like, Were you surprised when she left her children? And do you think she's crazy? Coming up, Chelsea says that her sister Amy is drunk from morning until night, which seems like an odd thing for God to do, uh, but <laughs> I guess she can explain that. Would that be strange for a god to do? To be honest, if I was a god, I'd probably do a lot worse. But Dr. Phil isn't content with just listening to Chelsea slag off her sister. Before we hear from Amy herself, he plays a little montage of Mother God's greatest hits. I've done over 100,000 surgeries. I heal people of cancer over and over with the power of love. Let's face it, she deserves to be taken down just for that. Robin Williams came in in 2014 when he died. He's been with me ever since. He talks to me. He's a guide. Robin Williams has been talking to us since 2014? Of course, 
Robin Williams is much loved and everything, but he'd probably get on my tits after a few days. I have full memory of all my lives. I fully remember being hanged on the cross as Jesus. Ooh, what was it like? Did you get a good crowd? What was Barabbas like? Unfortunately, she doesn't answer any of these questions. But now we get her via Skype in the studio and she will have to answer questions. Hi. Love you, Dr. Phil. So how are things? They're very peaceful here at the moment. Yeah. It's probably morning, so she's only had time for a few drinks. So things are often not peaceful around you because I've, I've seen some of your streams. I've seen some of the things that uh, videos where you, you seem to be upset a lot, yelling and screaming and calling names and all. What is it that upsets you the most? Well, you know, a lot of those are taken out of context and not properly represented. However, I often yell motherfucker at people and they always take it out of context. And a lot of my the anger things, I suppose, if you call them that, or is it passion, uh, comes out because I've been raped several times. I've been stolen from. Um, they burn my house down. I've been come after so much. And it gets a little, um, you get a little weary. Let's not forget that she was Joan of Arc and they were horrible to her. It, it seems like your tone is not always peaceful with your followers. Let me let you look at this and then you can comment on it. Kill me! Spiritual ego horse, die! My own light workers, battle me! Serving love and bringing in a new paradigm, you horse. Well, that's obviously taken out of context. That seems pretty a a aggressive for someone that's leading the world to love. That seems counterintuitive. You'll have to explain that to me. I agree with you. It was taken in a moment where a lot of things were happening to me, and I was upset. And I, I, that's how I expressed it. If she got her drink when she asked for it, it would never have happened. But now Phil gets personal. How do you explain abandoning your children? Um, for me, I did not abandon my children. I begged my angels not, I didn't want to leave. Um, and they told me I had to go on mission. If I didn't do it, then no one else would. And I had to make a jump and I had to make a decision. Angels made me do it. I don't think that's going to convince anyone. Well, it's, it's never worked for me anyway. I gave over all the papers to their fathers and said, thank you for taking care of our children. I appreciate it. Um, and I left on mission. Did my heart break every day for about a year? Yes. Do you pay child support every month? Probably not. And to be honest, it seems like her kids have dodged a bullet because Dr. Phil now asks her about the time she locked a scared toddler in a closet. He even plays the video to refresh her memory. I'm not going to play it. It's not a very nice clip. The kid is obviously terrified and screaming its lungs out, but is getting no care from the drunk mother god or her sycophantic followers. What was happening in, in that group dynamic is that the ch these children came to see me, and they're in their environment, they were very dysfunctional. 
they hadn't been disciplined. And I feel that's, you know, the majority of humanity has had, hasn't had discipline and children have to have boundaries. So what was happening is that they didn't have any boundaries. We started coming up with ideas of how to assist them. Um, one of my ideas was, you know, just whatever their age is, just two minutes of timeout. Time out is sitting on the naughty step or going to your room, not shouting and shoving a kid into a tiny closet twice. That, that's flat out abuse to lock a child in a closet like that. And what really bothers me is not the poor judgment that I see on your part, but the fact that I'm looking at five or six or seven adults in the room and not one person in the room has the backbone to stand up and say, this is not okay. You're not going to bully and abuse this child and traumatize them by putting them in a closet uh, with a closed door like this. What we were, do what we were doing is experimenting. On and they a child. Weren't locked they weren't locked in a closet. They were put in timeout, Dr. Phil. In a closet. Timeout. Hmm? In a closet. Yeah. With a closed door. Well, they were in dark. So that, that they could focus and center on themselves. And we put an adult there with them. There was an adult in the closet? Of course. I don't believe that. There wasn't. But after that not entirely successful defense of child abuse, Dr. Phil has two of Mother God's followers on who say she's not horrible at all and is really nice. Their names are Hope and Aurora. Yeah, really. And they spend hours each day posting YouTube videos telling everyone how great Mother God is. What is Mother God to you? She is everything to us. I mean, what does Mother God, is that, do you believe that she is God? Absolutely. Yeah. So you spend the day in the presence of the deity, of, of God, the creator of, of the universe. Yes. That must be an amazing experience for you. It, it has been, and yes, it is. I don't sound too thrilled about it. Okay, and uh, she has said that she's done over 100,000 uh, healing sessions, including spiritual surgery, where she can take a brain out spiritually and heal the brain and then put it back in the body spiritually. I mean, she's not saying she actually physically takes the brain out of the skull. Correct, Amy? Yes. Oh, sounds like Amy is still pissed about that child abuse bit. Over 100,000 times. I've done it over 100,000 100, sessions, yes. Okay. That Probably must, more than that. That must drain you something terrible. It takes a lot of work, but I have a, a lot of energy, and, despite my condition. And how long does something like that take? Uh, anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour, depending on wow. what I'm 20 minutes to an hour to take out a brain and fix it. That's not bad going. And Hope, Aurora, have y'all been there for this? Have you seen these these miracles happen? Yeah. We have seen it, yes. Yeah. Wow, those two never shut up. Now, she's been involved in this organization, Love Has One, for 15 years, and Mother God, I guess, for 12. So if she's done over 100,000 of these, that would be 6,667 a year, 555 a month. That would be 18 times a day, 
365 days a year without ever missing. So That's are there 100,000 people that she's encountered that needed this? That leaves very little time for anything else. No time for sleeping, eating, drinking whole bottles of vodka. Well, we haven't been here with mom for 14 years. But from the two and a half years that we have been here, I mean, there she was doing up to 30, more than 30 surgeries a day, just that we were physically speaking to the people she did the surgeries on and all have amazing testimonial. And if Hope and Aurora witnessed these in the thousands, that leaves very little time for them to do anything. But then they're not allowed to get drunk. Are, are you all aware that she says that she's actually Jesus? That she, she's reincarnated from being Jesus? Yes. yes, yes, she has the documentation. And remembers hanging on the cross. She remembers yeah. that lifetime, yes. Yeah, and Amy, you say you re recall 534 lifetimes, correct? That's correct. If those lifetimes averaged 50 years each, that would be 26,700 years. If it was 30 years each, they would, that would be 16,020 years that you've been alive. Yes. I didn't expect Phil to go after her with math, but he is. First the time it would take to do hundreds of thousands of surgeries, now her reincarnation lifespan. And Amy seems to be a bit taken off guard by this. Yeah. Uh, does it strike y'all odd that she drinks so much? No. No. I mean, you have to envision that she is the embodiment of Mother Earth. So if you were to meet Mother Earth in a physical vessel, which is mom, she is in extreme amounts of pain. I'd drink a lot if I was God and had to deal with everyone's shit. Actually, I do drink a lot, and I don't have to put with it, up with any shit. So I'm not sure what my excuse is. If she's God, then wouldn't she just resolve that pain spiritually? She can't. It's based on a karmic contract with humanity. And it wouldn't be any fun. Even with two of her loyal followers on this show, this hasn't really gone too well for Amy so far. And she's probably wishing she hadn't agreed to appear but it gets even worse, as Phil has invited a Love Has Won escapee to talk about her experiences. Ashley, tell me this. What were you looking for when you went to join this group to begin with? They were uh, looking for peace and unity and love on the earth, especially during these times, and that was something that I resonated with. Why did you feel the need to leave quickly, leave all your belongings behind and bail without notice? Well, once I realized that they were using uh, mental manipulation and sleep deprivation, things like that, uh, pitting other of us against each other, I realized that it was something that was going to be more mentally straining for me to stay and tell them, hey, I would like to leave. I felt like at that point, since I had been there with sort of my family, um, that it would have been easier for me to just make a quick getaway and not tell anybody because once you leave, uh, a couple of the members that have left ended up in danger. In danger? Well, Hope and Aurora do seem to be a bit like a non-verbal Manson family members. The rest of the followers I've seen on the videos don't appear to be capable of anything. They can't even look after a child in a cupboard properly. I know one of the members uh, ended up being found uh, near death. I don't think you can put that on Amy. I'm guessing 
any of these followers risk death just by going outside. They look completely unable to take care of themselves. And that's as far as they go with that. And Phil turns back to Amy. You say that you're paralyzed now, correct? I'm, that's correct. So you can't... And I have, I have five-stage level of cancer as well. 100% full body. You have stage five cancer? Yes. And what, what is stage five cancer? That's to the bones. You can't heal that? I have made all my attempts to do that for myself, and that's why I'm here in Hawaii, to really focus in on that and do that for myself. Well, it shouldn't take more than an hour, right? But that's where Phil ends his first episode of the marathon two-parter on Lovers One. That's right, there's another hour of this shit. And I watched it, so you don't have to. But it's just more of the same with a lot of ad breaks and recap montages. Oh, and talking of ad breaks, it's time for another local business commercial. Windows, windows, get your f***ing windows. Beatles down replacement windows. We replaced your old f***ing boring windows with new f***ing awesome windows. Five f***ing windows that you can see through. Just two f***ing grand. You can keep your old ones or we can smash them for ya. Riddles down, replaced with f***ing windows. Don't come to our showroom. We ain't got one. Suffice to say, the second part of Dr. Phil went just as well as the first for Mother God, which is as good as it could go for a drunk, child-abusing, money-grabbing, fake cancer healer who says she's Jesus Christ and Marilyn Monroe. Those interviews were done in 2020. So it'd probably be best if lovers won laid low and tried not to grab it any more of the limelight. Unfortunately for them, that wasn't going to happen. Because just last month, they found themselves in a bit of a pickle. Corporal Steve Hansen says he has seen a lot during his eight years with the Sawatch Sheriff's Department. Oh yeah, most definitely. But nothing like what he saw inside this house in Crestone last week. There's an aerial shot of the Lovers One compound, and it is a shithole a partially decomposed woman's body. And that was just the beginning. Definitely strange and out of the ordinary. Judging by the state of the property, I'm surprised it's just one body. Corporal Hansen said the body was found in the back room of the house, set up on what appeared to be some type of a shrine in a sleeping bag on a bed. He also said the body was fully clothed, decorated with Christmas lights and with glitter makeup around its eyes. Christmas decorations in May? I'm really not sure what to think about this whole thing. The body has not yet been positively identified, but a witness named in the arrest warrant said it belonged to Leah Carlson, the leader of the cult Love Has Won, who also goes by the name Mother God. Yeah, they got the first name wrong, but it is Amy. The Sawatch Sheriff's Department says the cause of death has not yet been determined, but it does not appear that foul play was involved. Seven people have, however, been arrested and charged with abuse of a corpse essentially not taking proper care of a dead body. They were all in the house when the body was found. According to the arrest warrant, five of the people who were arrested drove Carlson's body from California to Colorado recently. That's a really long drive even without a dead body. Which seat did they put her in? Or was she in the trunk or on a roof rack? I've never seen a group of people be so nonchalant about a dead person in their back room. Does it concern you that you live so close 
to them? Yeah, it does. Well, yeah, that's got to affect property prices. Mark Adams says he has lived near the Love Has One house for the past three years. He says he's never had any problems with the people who live there. They usually keep to themselves. But is now deeply concerned after hearing the news. He said they usually kept to themselves, but I found that's what people always say about serial killers. Having an occult live this close to me, it's really, it's really kind of crazy. Keeping the dead in, in, inside the house. Why would you want to do that? In Crestone, Matt Jablo, 9 News. To be fair, they did try to make it look pretty. Yeah, that's a good question. A 13-year-old girl and a 2-year-old boy were asleep in the home when sheriff's deputies found the body. They were said to be in good condition. The seven people arrested were also charged with child abuse for having the children in the house with a dead body. So, in all, seven members have received criminal charges, including Hope and Aurora. But there's been no sentencing yet. But I might do a cool Unsolved Mysteries-style update when there is. And so... That was the end of the new messiah, left decomposing in the back room of a shitty house in rural Colorado, covered in Christmas lights and glitter. I wonder if she'll remember that when she reincarnates for the 535th time. Episode, Episode 50. 50. Love has won. The epilogue. So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that for someone who used to be Jesus, Mother God sure had a dirty mouth. To kick fucking ego's ass off the planet. We learnt that, according to Amy, I'm a whore and a retard. Her words, not mine. Amy calls anyone who is a non-believer whores and retards. And we learnt that some messiahs don't have the ending they might have imagined for themselves. He also said the body was fully clothed decorated with Christmas lights and with glitter makeup around its eyes. Some people might think that you shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but make no mistake, Amy was a real C-word of the highest order. She abused her followers and even abused their children. And one of the worst things of all is claiming to psychically cure cancer online for a lot of money. It has been rumored that some of these online cancer consultations ran into six figures for some people. And she had cancer herself, which I think actually makes it worse. She was such an asshole that abandoning her kids now seems like an act of mercy. But what about her followers now? What do you do when your messiah pops her clogs? Well, it seems the ones that haven't been arrested are still living in that shitty house in Crestone and still putting out shitty hour-long videos on YouTube every day. Except they changed their name to 5D Disclosure probably due to the adverse publicity surrounding Lovers One. The more recent videos cover subjects such as It's Not Okay to Bully and A Tribute to Mother God, the greatest being that ever lived, which is stretching things a bit even by their standards. Personally, I think the world is a better place without her, but I do have concerns. She's been reincarnated 534 times already, She's only been dead a month, but 535 could be due any time. So frankly, anyone born after May 2021 needs to be viewed with suspicion. If anyone out there has a kid anytime soon, you need to be vigilant. Look out for the telltale signs. And if your kid starts calling you a whore and a retard, you need to do something about that quick. <laughs>
If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. Yeah.